Smartcast. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your boy is back, and he doesn't plan on taking time off for the foreseeable future. This is All Things Creepy. I'm your host, Micah James, and I will be now uploading every single Saturday for the foreseeable future, and like I just said, I don't plan on taking any time off. Now, I won't dilly-dally and get right into it. This week, we are talking about real-life curses. There are so many out there, so I decided to start with five of them, and I do plan on revisiting this topic again because there are also movie curses, there are political curses, there are so many curses out there that I, I could make, you know, even parts three, four, five, so we'll get to that when we get to that, so don't you worry. But like I said, we are starting with five of them. Our very first one today is the 27 Club. I feel like a lot of people already know about the 27 Club, but in just in case you don't, basically it's a legend, a conspiracy theory, whatever you want to call it, that basically states that musicians, if they do die by the age of 27, it's going to be this very tragic or really weird way that they die. Included in this list are Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, and Janis Joplin. There are a whole lot of other people who fall under the 27 Club, but these seem to be the names that people typically go to first. When it comes to Jimi Hendrix, he seemed to have aspirated on his own vomit and died of asphyxia while intoxicated with barbiturates. Kurt Cobain, as a lot of people probably know, committed suicide. Jim Morrison, according to a lot of eyewitnesses, say that he died from an accidental heroin overdose. And with Janis Joplin, it was determined that her cause of death was a heroin overdose, potentially compounded by alcohol. But the thing is, like with a lot of curses out there, you can just brush it off as like this really weird coincidence. Musicians, much like anybody else, aren't necessarily more likely to die at the age of 27 
a lot of people, regardless of age, unfortunately have died from overdoses, some sort of self-harm inflicted injury. And on top of that, I, I, if I can find the source to back up, back this up, I will post it in the show notes. But I feel like I remember hearing somewhere that if you actually look at the percentages, most musicians do live to be 50 years or older. So it's not like they are more likely to die at 27. The reason why the 27 Club potentially came about, a lot of people say, is because these people are in the public eye and therefore their very tragic deaths have made people kind of see a pattern as a lot of people tend to do. Like our brains are programmed to notice patterns. And so a lot of people just notice this pattern with the 27 Club. But that being said, all of these percentages, like I said, if I can find this source, I will put it in the show notes. All of these percentages are pretty close in range. So it could easily be called the 28 Club, the 55 Club, whatever. Next, we have James Dean's car, The Little Bastard. This is a very famous one. He ended up buying it for the purpose of racing it. This car was specifically a 1955 Porsche 550 Spider. Sir Alec Guinness did warn Dean that if he drove the car that he would die within a week. And it probably didn't help that, like I said, James did want to race in that car. Funny enough, James Dean did die within those seven days. He was in a fatal car crash. Following this unfortunate incident, any car that had parts from the little bastard in it were also involved with accidents of sorts, but a lot of these car crashes were at varying degrees. Some of them were also fatal, like the initial crash. Some were not as bad, but because of how many cars were in accidents, that also had parts of the little bastard because of that high number. It's enough for a lot of people to believe that the little bastard was cursed. Our third curse of the day is that of the Iceman. A frozen body of a man was found in 1991 in the Otso Alps. Due to where he was found, the group that discovered him named him Atsi. He was found 5,300 plus years after the Bronze Age, which is when they believe that he died. It is also thought that Atsi died after an attack from enemies. He was too weak to find cover, they believe. So he ended up, unfortunately, dying from either hypothermia or just freezing to death, something along those lines. Now, after they examined and researched Atsi's body, a few people from the team died. The forensic pathologist, Rainer Hen, who examined the body, had died in an automobile accident a year after. Not long after that, the guide, Kurt Fritz, died in an avalanche. 
the very first person to find the body, Helmut Simon, died while on a hike. He ended up falling. I couldn't find exactly how he fell. It could have been a cliff. He could have just fell and broke his leg and just couldn't find help in time. Not entirely sure. Dieter Warneck, who was the head of the team, died from a heart attack just hours after Helmut Simon's funeral. There were many others who were involved with the research who didn't die or they just didn't get injuries or anything like that. So given that information, the amount of deaths isn't that abnormal. Granted, I will say that Simon's and Warneck's deaths are a little... It seems a little too weird to be just a coincidence as it seems a little bit weird that one died just hours after a funeral. So I will give people that. But like I said, at the same time, the amount of deaths just isn't that weird. Number four today is the Polish king's tomb. In 1973, archaeologists found the tomb of a 15th century Polish king named Casimir VI Jagiellon in Krakow, Poland. I know I probably butchered... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that name but so please reach out to me if you know how to pronounce it correctly I tried looking it up myself but I had I struggled with trying to pronounce it anyways with the discovery of King Tut's tomb just 50 years prior many especially in the media had joked that they're opening the doors or in this case a tomb to a curse Some of the researchers who were present at the opening had died shortly after. Due to the closeness of the discovery and the deaths, the media speculated that it was actually due to a curse and that opening the tomb did bring something evil out into the world. However, this is one curse that is very, very easily debunked. Experts had discovered a few deadly fungi within the tomb that could cause serious illness and often death when it was breathed in. This ended up turning out to be the cause of death for the archae- for the archaeologists who did end up passing away. So, like I said, this one can easily be brushed off as people just have bad luck rather than a curse. And finally, I was a theater kid, so it would almost be a sin of me if I didn't mention the curse of Macbeth. So, as you can 
potentially imagine this is a very well-known curse between theater kids. So you're supposed to say break a leg for good luck, but if you even mumble the word Macbeth and you're not doing a production of the play, bad luck will befall whatever show you're doing. Many believe that this came from the play's history of bad luck in the theater. Some actors have broken bones or had other accidents, but this is another one that you can easily debunk. First of all, if you do put on Macbeth, you are no more likely to get injured or otherwise cursed than any other play that you do. Secondly, a journalist named Bax Beerbaum had admitted that he started the rumor in the 1850s. There was a play of Macbeth that happened shortly before Max wrote his article where the woman who was supposed to play, I believe, Lady Macbeth had ended up passing away just like just before the show was supposed to be on. It was either the week before the show or two weeks before the show, something like that. And so he decided to make up this story. I won't lie, I have tested out this theory myself just to see if something bad would happen when I was in shows in high school and college. Nothing happened. If you believe that this curse is true, maybe luck was just on my side and I, and we just got lucky with the fact that nothing happened. But then on the flip side, you do have to wonder, if I've tried this with multiple shows, how true is this curse? All right, so as I mentioned, there are a whole lot of other curses out there. So this is just the tip of the iceberg. Some curses, even just some of these that I've mentioned, seem a little more paranormal, I guess, and are a little harder to explain. But then there are some that can be explained away even just simply by mere coincidences. So let me know. Do you think there's anything to the curses that I mentioned? Are there any that you believe to be true? And finally, are there any that you want me to cover in a future episode? I already plan on covering the Kennedy curse. I'm going to be doing one just dedicated to movie and TV show curses. And there's another one. It's called the 20 year curse that I'm going to do an episode on, which I'll explain in that episode in case you don't know what you don't know what it is. The curse of Tippecanoe is, is another name for it. So let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at all things creepy pod. Tumblr at all things creepy podcast. You can also email me at all things creepy pod at gmail.com. Don't worry, you don't need to remember all of this as it will all be in the show notes. I will see you guys next week with another episode of All Things Creepy. Be safe out there, guys.
Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.